Hey, how are you this uh, afternoon or morning, maybe morning where you are, uh, and if it is morning, uh, happy morning. Uh, it is one o'clock on the East Coast, uh, Eastern uh, Standard Time, and uh, this is Alex Bennett, and this is Daytime, and uh, we do this every day as an experiment. It is still a, a experiment, and uh, some days I go... Gee, uh, maybe this is the last one. And then other days I go, eh, a lot of people listening, a lot of people calling, and eh, I don't know. So uh, uh, it's a day-to-day proposition. Uh, and on some days I might not do it at all if I don't feel like doing it. But you know, and it goes as long as it has to. Usually it's an hour show, and if we get an hour, fine. If we if nobody's calling, we do 15 minutes, you know, or I talk for as long as I can keep talking. But you know what I should do is I should open up the Skype line. You know, we use Skype. If you don't know what Skype is, go to Skype.com. They'll tell you all about it and get you hooked up. And then uh, if you want to call us, our um, Skype uh, address uh, is GabNetLive, G-A-B-N-E-T-L-I-V-E. Or, if you don't want to use Skype, you can use a telephone. Uh, We've made that available at 347-352-0079. That's 347-352-0079. The lines are now open. I declare this show open. So anyway, I've been been spending the last uh, 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 couple of days uh, trying to get this new modem to work right uh and uh for some reason i'll I'll be playing the show on the the website and then it will just cut out stop and i today i think i'm beginning to find out what the problem is and it may be trying to run two pieces of audio at the same time hey what do you know it uh starting off the program that fracking cat is is calling us hello cat how are you morning alex you know something most people would think because you have you were probably using what Miranda's microphone uh when a, a what a when now a, oh yeah no oh no really what kind of microphone are you using uh what is it? A, AT2020 uh-huh well anyway audio technica that's what it is oh, audio technica it, it, you sound like you're in the room with me to most people so, oh, okay. folks, no, good. this is a Skype call. This is not, uh, you know, it's that it's that clear. Now, you have changed your, <laughs> you have changed your fracking cat cartoon. Yeah, I did that uh, just a few minutes ago. You, oh, you just you just whip that out, or you just put it up? I just put it up there. Yeah. Now, is that that's the that's the cat that you do a cartoon of, right? Yeah, that's Dave. Yeah, uh, you uh, you really uh, you're very talented. That's a great looking cat. <laughs> no, really, I'm serious. He's got a lot of expression. The one ear up and the one ear down. Yeah, that's that's like a morning after picture. A morning after. I just woke of, up. Uh, of, of Dave. Okay, uh, and everybody else, you can call too. Our uh, our number here once again, Gabnet Live. If you're calling by Skype, if you're calling by phone. It's three four seven three five two zero zero seven nine. You know what I was going to talk about today? I had to bring it up. Got to bring it up. Um, and uh, I, I don't know who we're going to hear from on it. My wife. My wife. I'm talking away from the microphone. Excuse me. My wife. Um, 
works for the Chinese. Uh, she works for not the Chinese government, but Chinese bank, uh, probably one of the, the biggest banks in China. And uh, I've often talked about how, how well she is treated by them and how well she is compensated and uh, taken care of and, you know, all the kinds of things we're not used to anymore here in America. The worker here in America is not looked upon in the same uh, same respect. Uh, he- hello, uh, Dan Meyer is joining us. But so, uh, there he is. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hey, what's up? Yeah, I figured I'd, uh, you know, you're saying something about uh, looking at some pussy, and, uh, you know, I figured I'd want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is quite nice, by the way. Yeah, that is, isn't that a great cartoon? <laughs> Anyway, yeah. let me finish what I was saying. So my wife works for the Chinese, and they really I'm, I've come to appreciate the way the Chinese do business, um, at least in relationship to the people that work for them. She's been treated very well. Uh, they, uh, uh, and, and this has been rather consistent over the I, something like eight, nine years she's been working for them. Uh, and with bonuses and salary is very decent and uh, her medical is taken care of 100%. Um, well, the news has come out today, uh, everybody. We, we probably have to put out like a tin cup or something for America because it is now official. America is now number two. It, I've known America's been number two for quite a while. Uh, number two, well, let's see. Number one is peeing. Number two is shitting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the International Monetary Ferguson Fund. All that stuff. The International Monetary Fund recently released the latest numbers for the world economy. And when you measure national economic output in real terms of goods and services, China this year will produce $17.6 trillion compared with $17.4 trillion for the USA. As recently as 2000, we produced nearly three times as much as the Chinese, so that shows how fast they've come up. Put the numbers slightly differently, China now accounts for 16.5% of the global economy when measured in real purchasing terms, compared to 163 for the U.S., um, the, so the fact of the matter is we're number two. We're number two. We're <laughs> well, number two. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I tell you, um, back in the 90s, my father owned a steel business. And during that time, uh, money was tough. And a Chinese company came in and eventually bought them out. And they, the, the, I, I'm, I got to meet a lot of these people over the course of the time. And there is a work ethic that goes on over there that we don't even quite understand. It's like they still understand that they're really hungry and they're really well. You know, I, 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 I think it, lazy, really. I think it also has something to do with with uh, loyalty. Uh, this was the way the Japanese did very well, and I think the Chinese followed that too. Is there's a certain loyalty that companies have towards towards their employees. Uh, as company starts going bad, they don't just start laying people off. You know, right. that's, that's one of the fir- first tenets of Asian philosophy, mm-hmm. that it's not the fault of the worker the company's doing bad. It's the fault of the people running the place. And that's who you, uh, well, you know, it's that's kind of still the good uh, aspect of maybe that collectivist 
uh, philosophy maybe hold over from communism that, you know, everybody's kind of in it all together. Well, you, know? you forget that there's no holdover from communism. Uh, it is still a communist okay. country. Yeah. You, you know, uh, people... I mean, the holdover in that capitalist mindset that they have, even though they're actually a communist country, and I probably got into something that well, I'd well, be talking for hours about that I... Deng Xiaoping, who was the the father of, I guess, the modern capitalistic China, who took over from uh, from Mao years ago, or maybe he took over one step after Mao. But in any event, Deng Xiaoping first started uh, uh, the philosophy of running uh, a uh, capitalistic uh, certain capitalistic areas of the country. I think they started with Shanghai. Uh, they started down in the uh, south of China uh, to see wh- ca- how capitalism would work as an experiment. And uh, uh, you, I remember the interview uh, with Mike Wallace with Deng Xiaoping on 60 Minutes, in which Mike Wallace said to him, "Well, I thought you 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 know you hated uh, uh, capitalism," and he says, "No, capitalism is fine." As long as it benefits everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that has been the Chinese philosophy with, uh, with, with capitalism. That it, I mean, you know, as time goes on, I think they've gotten greedier. But uh, the, 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 the starting point was capitalism is fine as long as it helps everybody. Um, and right. so, therefore, it has to, uh, it has to manifest itself in, in, in helping people. Their places in China are still very poor, but they're like the agricultural communities in the north. Uh, and that's being taken care of by doing high-speed rail to these country, these, uh, these cities and uh, putting, by the way, every major, every major metropolitan area, and that, that not, we're not talking about giant cities like Beijing. We're talking about smaller towns, too, like Gulen or whatever, uh, are going to all be wired for free Wi-Fi. Wow, so that's great. So when you when you give them train service, high speed rail service, you give them uh, uh, Wi Fi. What you do is you give them something to jumpstart their economy. Yeah, but we we don't see what we do not uh, see with any foresight in this country. It's all about my tax dollars. My taxes are going to go up. Me me me. Yeah. Well, we're joined yeah. by we're joined by Mark Thorner. I'd love to hear Mark's. Th- thoughts on this. How do you feel about being number two, Mark? Now? Yeah. I mean, just now this happened? I figured this was... Uh... Oh, no, this happened... Uh, 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 let me see here. When does this article say it actually happened? Um, uh, um, we're number two. It, it Apparently, I mean, it, it, the, the report came out a couple of months ago, but it's just kind of been made official uh, as of... Uh, as of, I guess, today. So we are now officially number two in the world economy. This, you know, there wasn't there a time when Japan was the number one? Uh, no. We have not been number two since, hold on a second, I, I think it was when, when Grant was president. We've been number one since then. And we have never left being number one. So that's it's quite a. Uh, uh, let's see here. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to find that that actual uh, quote of where. Uh, uh, let's see here. 
Uh, I can't find it now, but I think it was Ulysses Grant was president when we were number one, the la- number two, the last time. And by the way, uh, stop your camera and start it again there, uh, uh, Mark, so we can see you. Sometimes that happens. What do you oh, bring? Sorry, Phil, Phil Meyer has joined us, and of course, Phil, being the number one capitalist around here, likes to tell us how much money he makes and all the mm-hmm. wonderful I, toys. I Wonderful. He can't buy a small mic. He has to buy the big mic. Taxes additionally to what I paid in as my employee taxes. Yeah. But I've never told you what I make. No, no. But we assume it, it is. It is. You do okay in the carpet he's business. Tra- he's uh, trying to make us feel sorry for him by showing him us this cute little dog there. Manipulative. <laughs> that's the dog you. That's a. Do. I mean, you got to admit, Mark. For all that we find, you know, objectionable about Phil Meyer. The fact that he could t- take in that scruffy little dog and and uh, you know who he, wh- where'd you find him again on the street somewhere on a freeway on a yeah. freeway Michael who you uh, met the other yesterday uh, and his girlfriend were uh, actually the ones driving down the street and saw the his girlfriend saw the dog they picked him up brought it back to the house we cleaned him up uh, cleaned her up and uh, tr- first we tried to give her away. Uh, after we did, you try to find out maybe where uh, who yes, owned the yes. owned the dog. There was a uh, a de- not a decal, a tattoo on her inner thigh of an umbrella. So when we took her to the vet, they said, "Oh, that's a no kill shelter called Umbrella of Hope." So we contacted them, and they said, uh, and they contacted the person that adopted her. That person said, "Oh no, we gave it to somebody else," and. Uh, and uh, who was that somebody else that dumped her on the freeway? We don't know. <laughs> you know. Do you know they so, actually had that accent or the one you're badly demonstrating for so us here? Ricky Ricardo dumped a yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Ricardo dumped a dog. Lucy, where's the dog? Where's the, where's the dog? <laughs> He's got lots of explaining to do. Yeah, Lucy. <laughs> So 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 whenever I whenever I think ill of you, Phil, uh, I I remember that, and anybody who would be that nice to an animal, I have to have some respect. I tell you, I couldn't. uh, After uh, we talked to a few people, uh, I just couldn't uh, take another chance that this dog would have to go through um, uh, another home. Here's the thing, though. Here's what I don't get. Okay, how can you care that much about an animal? And not that much about other human beings. But that's it, not true. That's I what I wonder. Other human beings. Huh? I, I do care very, very You don't much. want them to have you don't want them to have health care, you know. No, that's I not street trains. Huh? I, I want them to have everything and more. The only thing is mm. is I want uh, people to feel uh, the uh, what what comes with yeah. earning it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So when you give people things without uh, without a cost, uh, there's no um, well, there's no self esteem uh, built. Yes, uh, Dan. So well, I was just going to ask Phil. So um, all the Chinese people, when they get on their high speed train or when they get on the free Wi Fi, they're just uh, oh my god, I feel so guilty because Dan, I didn't earn this <laughs> because I have Dan, high let me speed. Tell you something. Do you think those farmers are going to be on the high-speed train? Do, do you think? No, no. The, the farmers aren't going to be on the high-speed train. But people who are going to do business with those farmers are going to be on those high-speed yeah. trains to come to those communities to do it's business be- with them. 
benefit to ensure that going to work for next to nothing. What what what, what what's been found so. about rail? And jump in any time, Mark, I, I, because I love your opinions on things on these on these things, and and yours too, Cat. Although you know you're not a political guy, but the thing is that the what what happens with high speed rail is it becomes like a like blood in a bloodstream. Yeah. I mean, it starts rushing uh, um, uh, needed uh, um, circulation uh, to places that wouldn't normally get it. Uh, we experienced that during the uh, 1800s when um, rail moved west. Yes, right? but you know we, yeah. we're still using the same speed trains now that we were using then. I mean, they're slower now. The Amtrak's a joke. I got on Amtrak. I went. We were, we were going to uh, up to uh, where is it uh, where they have uh, the uh, um, primaries every year? Uh, uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. And we had to go, so we took a, a train to Boston. We figured we could take a plane, but you know, if you take a plane, you got to get out to the airport, you got to wait for the plane, you got to get there early. You get on the train, you just get right on the train. And we took the train to Boston, and I hadn't taken a train in years, and I went, This is great. And it was in a cellar, right? The oh, pride, the, faster, the, right? the pride of Amtrak, right? And I'm figuring, Oh, this is going to be great. And I'll tell you, number one, it was comfortable. I mean, much more comfortable than being in an airplane. It's nice to be sitting in a seat and looking opposite somebody else, having a table in the middle, Wi-Fi on the train, you know. It was, it was good, all right? The only thing was, this thing was going like uh, like the milk train to Chicago, for crying out loud. <laughs> it, it, and then I, I asked, uh, like, a conductor, I said, isn't this train capable of, like, you know, 100 miles an hour? And he says, oh, yeah. I said, then why aren't you doing it? And he said, because the tracks aren't. Yeah, and they spent years. Yeah. Years. And I don't know if you remember this, Alex. I believe the first uh, weeks of the operation <coughs> of the Acela was around 9-11. Oh, really? Because right after 9-11, I was on the Acela going up to Boston. Yeah. And I'll never forget. First off, you're right. The interior reminded me of the Enterprise Bridge from Next Generation. I mean, yeah. I was like, "Ooh, this is nice." But they were boasting, "Oh, we're going 125 miles an hour," and I'm thinking, "That's funny. That's how fast the Metroliner was supposed to go." I thought this was supposed to go faster. How fast were they saying it was going? 125. It was going. I look out the window and I see trucks going fast. Yeah, you're not uh, going 125. I, I found that we were going, I think, 40 miles an hour. Yeah, it, it's a joke. And they spent so much time trying to get that part of the Northeast Corridor ready. I don't think it's ready still. And then when yeah. I was in Europe, well, when when she was Europe a few years ago, yeah, I get on the ICE, the yeah, ICE, the bullet train. They call well, it let me tell you something. It looked like the Acela from the outside. Acela. Yeah, it looks yeah. it's the same form factor. And when this thing started to move, you got pushed back in your seat. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, now we're moving. Well, I took a bullet train, which wasn't as, as sleek and whatever, from uh, from in, in France. And I'm telling you, that thing was going 125 miles an hour. And you didn't even know it. You look out the window and you didn't know it. But it was going 125 miles an hour. If you were on the TVR, that you're going faster than that. Well, this was I. This was back uh, when when was it? It was when the Alberville Olympics were happening, and I actually went from Alberville or a, a, a place near Alberville 
uh, to uh, Paris, and it only took like three hours. I, yeah, you know, I, I, and my, and my this, wife, this great thing. my wife, my wife, I went from, from uh, Zurich to um, Germany. It was the same thing. It was like under three hours. It was like bang. Yeah. Now well, here's the thing. My wife took the when she was in China last time. She wanted to go to this town uh, that I am Pei. Uh, has his uh, museum in, and uh, a lot of the architecture and stuff is I.M. Pei, and she wanted to see it. So she took the, 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 the uh, took a day and got on the train, got on the on the high-speed train. The I.M. Pei's town is 200 miles away. She was there in 40 minutes. Amazing, isn't it? Now, why don't we do that here? You know, I mean, what is the reluctance to have high-speed rail? Can you imagine a high-speed rail going across the United States? You'd forget about taking the plane. What? We're a society that likes to get into our car and and drive from place to place. We've had uh, roads, which is something that the Chinese haven't had like we have. Uh, Oh, I saw their roads. They look just fine to me. Well, our infrastructure is set up. I mean, you have this idea that China is still living in the, with stone axes and, and no, you know, no, I'm tired. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. You, you, you think New York looks like a big city? Go to Beijing. You see buildings that are huge. You oh, see God. roads. You see freeways that are wider than any freeways we have here. They still get blocked because there's so many damn people. Yeah, Alex, that's a civilization. They've been around for over 5,000 years. And, that and, 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 and let me say something to you. I talked to one uh, guy who had been in China 20 years earlier and said, you know those roads you're looking at in Beijing that are so wide and beautiful and terrific? They were dirt roads 20 years ago. So this country really took itself and turned itself around. If you, if you, if you want to see, if you want to see that, that, uh, that uh, old look of China, you go north, or I went south to uh, Gulen, and I went to the rice terraces, and I saw a lot of people, you know, doing the... the have those, so simple. Huh? So simple. Per capita, answer the question for me. How many people in China per capita own a vehicle? Uh, probably now more than ever. But per capita, you're talking about a population of 1.2 billion. So per capita has a completely different... So it, it makes sense to use trains to move that kind of population. Well, we, it it makes sense to move us, too. Do you know? Look, I, towns, towns which are in trouble, like like Detroit, towns that were in trouble, like Cle- Cleveland, although it's starting to uh, reclaim itself a bit, would have had a better chance of reclaiming itself earlier if there had been high speed rail to those cities. Because uh, they would have had a better chance of reclaiming themselves if they mo- if they modernized the unions and they didn't. Oh God! Here we go. Here oh, we go. We mo- modernized the unions. unions. The unions. Yeah. 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 What do you think? You know, Ford and GM, they didn't get crushed by the unions. Oh. And, oh. Oh. They were crushed and, and by all the those people. Yeah. And you know something. You know unions. Mark. I'll go. tell you one example. Yeah. When I lived up in Scranton, working for Warner's, there was a rail system originally in place from New York to Scranton. Just like there was rail systems all across New York State and Pennsylvania. The only thing they had to do to reconnect was to fix 
the bridge on the Delaware water gap. <laughs> and they wanted something like $12 million, which, you know, when you don't have it. But they could have floated a bond, and they would have gotten it like that. And they're still yeah. arguing to this day. It's, it's just insane. It's like, uh, you know, you have people that are living out in the Poconos now that commute in. And uh, Scranton is very much economically depressed, has great real estate values up there. Um, all they have to do is just make one connection. It's a simple thing. And they can connect to the rest of the, uh, the Northeast Corridor. Down here in Florida, there's been a couple of times they've tried to push a light rail system. And it gets killed. And it's ridiculous. You know, it's like, as much as I like to drive, yeah, I'd like to be able to, you know, step on a high-speed train down where I am, and then in a couple of what, hours, step off at Disney. Wouldn't, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you love to, well, you see, you, you're talking to, to, to Phil, who lives in California, and people in California live in their car. Now, uh, wouldn't it be really nice if uh, you didn't have to ever use that car, and you and could use faster? What? Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't like being on a highway and then being in a traffic jam. And trains no. don't have traffic jams. But in New York, you got the subway. You can get out at any any street a, corner. In California, you get out. You're in the middle of nowhere. There isn't even a taxi cab. Well, I mean, you know? I'll, yeah, tell, I'll tell you, the, uh, San Francisco, the, all urban areas have trains. I'm talking. We're talking about cross country. We're talking vast areas. But, been open, Dan Bart's been open for almost fifty years, and you know what? They're just going to the airport they, uh, in, in Oakland and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. San Francisco. Hey, do you want me to tell you something about BART? About BART? Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to bring it up. The people of Marin County are kicking themselves in the ass because they opted out of BART. This is Santa Clara. Uh, yeah, they opted out of BART. And now all those people from uh, uh, the East Bay and all those communities in Contra Costa are getting on the old BART and coming to work every day and not having to be in traffic jams. Meanwhile, the people in Marin County are paying like $3 a gallon for gasoline to get them into the city every day. Uh, and they're kick- and, and to this day, they're kicking themselves in the ass. Now, they could add BART to Marin County, but the cost of it now is so prohibitive where if they had done it before, it wouldn't have been. So... Uh, you know, uh, I, I, you know, in in a place like California, it, we you still want high speed rail. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to get to L.A. in like two and a half hours on the train? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I have nothing. Uh, by, nothing by, by the way, your mic. You, I don't know what mic you're using, but it, it always has kind of very scratch, huh? Uh, yeah, maybe, said, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe go official Uncle Dan mic. Yeah, maybe go and, out and get another one because it 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 it. it uh, yeah. uh, or you might go to your preferences and turn your volume down a little bit. That might, uh, All right. you know, might uh, help because it gets a little scratchy. It might uh, uh, bother yeah, take people. Take your volume and turn it all the way down to when it gets to the bottom, and then when it gets yeah. to the bottom, then it's... But down. I just, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all with Mark. I mean, I think that the one thing that would improve the economy of this country greatly would be high-speed rail. Can I ask... uh, Wait a minute, wait a minute. uh, He has his hand up, so let Mark talk. (laughs) Phil, Phil, it's funny because you mentioned about extending the BART to the airports. It reminds me of the cluster of getting the New York City Transit Authority out to the airports. And there's still... It's still not a total solution. 
Well, they do have they do do have a train that go the the train to the plane they call it. You yeah, know. but you still I think have to transfer for a bus. In other words, they, do you? the original I, I, original idea was you get on a train in Midtown, boom, takes you to either airport. Yeah, and, I, and it, I, I, I it's, it's it's kind of like a hackneyed. I mean, it works right now. Yeah, uh-huh. but that took so long. To get done, but when they were building it, yeah, when they were building that infrastructure, oh my god, I think they were they did it in a matter of weeks. They pre built all the sections and like Lego, they just snapped it on, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing to watch it. It's like if they can do this, yeah. Oh, um, well, by the way, we've been joined by by Yub Yub, the lovely Miranda Janelle, who I believe is today your birthday, or was yesterday your birthday? Yesterday, and it was. It was yesterday. Okay, well, happy, happy birthday, birthday, you old bag. Hey, she missed her Thank party. <laughs> huh? Yeah. She missed yeah. her birthday party. Did you party. save cake for Miranda? What? And you save her any cake? Uh, no, no, they had they had, uh, uh, Jim had a surprise party for you yeah. last night, and the surprise was you never showed up. Uh, no one told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you only found out from me afterwards, right? Pretty much. I, I got a message from Patrick saying, Miranda! Well, I think the thing Jim didn't count on is that perhaps because it was your birthday, you might have been out doing something birthday-like. Like, you know, out with my family, uh, getting messages like, where are you? <laughs> so you're probably- Can I ask a question? Uh, Dan, on a Windows machine, where is the volume controls in Skype? I, I, it's different. Uh, let me see here. Audio settings, tools, options. Tools, options, uh, audio settings. Yeah. Uh, okay, tools, yeah. options. You just might be over-modulating uh, a little bit at certain points. And I just I like to have everybody sound good because there's also be there's also uh, so. one thing that would help you out, Phil. There's a blue button, the second to the second to the left. If you press that, then your volume will sound just fine. All right, that's the mic mute button. I'm sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I knew where uh, you were going with that, Dan. <laughs> uh, Miranda, um, yes. how was birthday? It was good. It was a good birthday, but I called to talk about high-speed rail. Yes, go ahead, please, because you're you you you. One of the things is you love technology, you love new things. So high-speed rail, go ahead. Go. Well, well, just uh, you know, you were talking about some of the shortcomings of of public transportation here in in California, and some of us actually want to see that change. <laughs> you know, the, Phil, there's these things called bikes. Uh, they're very, very good for getting around in San Francisco. Uh, if you're not going to be using the, uh, uh, you know, taking advantage of, of BART, um, you know, to its full advantage. And, yeah, it's just now going to the airport, but yeah. it's going to the airport. You know, there, it, it's not something you need to complain about anymore. Well, they'll steal your bike here if you ride it to the airport. Uh, well, you're not going to take your bike to the airport. Come on, be reasonable. Who's going to steal it? Oh, the Negroes are going to steal your bike. <laughs> no, seriously, be reasonable. You're going to take appropriate transportation when you're going away on a trip. However, if you're commuting into work, you know, that, that, 
and and, and, and you're you're yeah. what you're concerned with with Bart? I've never you know now I'm I'm not a resident of San Francisco. I don't know if it's different for 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 residents, but they have pretty damn good transportation up there compared to down here in Southern California. Southern California yeah. doesn't really ha- doesn't really have much of a of a, a transportation system. It does used it? to. It, you, yeah. Well, they hey, have, hey, still, the red you were the the the, 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 red, the red cars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Phil, you were just complaining about not wanting to, you know, give things to people who haven't earned it. There are hills in San Francisco. Congratulations, you've got legs. Use them. <laughs> what about those poor people that uh, need knee operations and can't? <laughs> you know, they do you wait a minute? Hold on a second. Place, they probably Phil? wouldn't have knee issues. Phil, do you have a knee a knee problem? Yeah. Really? Phil, I was going to say, you climb one of those hills daily for a workout, you'll never have a knee problem as long as exactly. you're... Exactly. Oh, my God. Unless you have some kind of, like, degenerative issue or, or uh, you know, an actual serious injury. I'll, yeah. You know, uh, I got a torn meniscus. What, okay, what, what's, what's that statistic that if you lose one pound, it's like taking four pounds of pressures off? Pounds of pressure off your knees. I mean, look at my knee. Okay, stick on the fat guy. Look at my knee. I have a banjo on my knee. Yeah. (laughs) I weighed myself this morning. I just changed my diet. I think I was getting close to what uh, Alex has, which is that irritable bowel bowel syndrome, IBS, the Crohn's. It's not uh, Crohn's. It's not. Yeah. It's IBS. Uh, They don't even know what it is. They've never been able to figure it out. Well, for the last few weeks, everything I've eaten has given me um, uh, not an ups- yeah, upset stomach or uh, inflammation. Hmm? Eat more kale. Yeah, eat more. Uh, eat more kale, says Cat. Yeah. 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 Well, I switched uh, two days ago to a liquid <laughs> diet, liquid protein. I figured not only would I lose weight, but I'd get all the nutrients and uh, none of the things that gave me the inflammation. So. Uh, uh, I'll lose weight. So, know, so, like so what? Li- what liquid are you drinking? It's a uh, protein that I at Whole Foods. The guy recommended. Oh, at Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's uh, you know gl- everything free uh, except for the price. So <laughs> well, we've learned about we've learned about Patrick's bathroom habits. Now we're learning about Phil's diarrhea. So. Well, uh, it's actually not even diarrhea. It's just uh, you eat things, and uh, uh, some people get reactions to MSG when they have Chinese food. Uh, There we go, putting down the Chinese again. Yeah, it's a similar reaction to that. If you have have MSG problems from Chinese food, that means it's not good Chinese food. Yeah. Just remember that. By the way, by the way, does anybody here know what MSG, how MSG works, and what it is? Salt? Not exactly. It's no. a natural. I know it naturally occurs in humans, in us, in us. The chemical. Yeah. No, it is MSG is made from. Anybody know? It, it's monosodium glutamate. It's yeah. it's it's just a. Uh, well, it, it is a salt, but it's not. But um, it's made from. I used to know this shit too. Ready? Beets. Mono. Beets. Beets. Yeah, it's not a major chemical thing. It, it's made from beets. Well, and all it does, the only thing MSG does, it does not flavor food. What it does is it sensitizes your tongue and the taste enhances. buds. No, it, it sensitizes your taste buds, and so everything tastes better. 
But basically, well, MSG doesn't do yeah. anything. I had something called an Alcott test, which tests 200 different foods, chemicals, and molds to determine whether it gives you any inflammation. And beets was one of the things that I can't have. Well, that's why some people are, 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 can't have MSG, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and lately I can't have anything, so <laughs> you know, I I switch to this diet and I seem I feel great. Yeah, but uh, uh, you know I I often found that interesting because people are always going, well, I don't want to take that chemical into my body, and it it's really it's just made from beets, and it's uh, the Chinese used it for years uh, to enhance flavor by sensitizing the tongue. Um, and the taste buds in the tongue. Otherwise, it does nothing. It has no flavor, nothing. Um, I don't think most people use it anymore. Uh, Chinese restaurants. Uh, Chinese uh, restaurants, Chinese. I don't think, use it now because most of them on their menus, it says no MSG. Yeah, yeah you yeah. see that more and more. Oh, all the time, all the time. Um, uh, but there's a lot of cilantro in Chipotle, right, uh, Yub Yub? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, it's interesting the way our conversations go on this program. Started out with us being the second largest economy now in the world. How's it feel to be poor? Anybody noticing it? Anybody enjoying it? I've been poor for a long time, and I've been used to it. So. People are going to come here to get cheap labor. People are going to yeah. come here to get cheap to get bargains on on on, on goods and services. One day, Americans right. are going to be crossing the border, going back to Mexico. Yeah, well, you, I, you're very right. <laughs> yeah, right. I was talking about yesterday uh, with what's happening in Australia is that because your friends the Chinese are buying up the industries uh, and lowering the wages. Uh, of those industries. Well, and what do you mean lowering the wages? You can't buy. You can't prove that by me. I have a wife who works for the Chinese, and it's one of the best-paying jobs she's ever had. Because they're the ones that are going in and buying everything up. The banks. Uh, she's working for the devil. No, she, and, she's. Yeah, she's. No, and the devil is paying very well right now. Well, is she. Is, uh, yeah. Well, but you said they weren't paying well. They could go in and no. get labor cheap. Uh, the people that are, you see, right now, they were paying very well in Australia when they were considering the Australian miner, uh, mining companies their partners. Now they're on a, uh, a road to taking those industries over by buying them. And if you don't acquiesce to their acquisition, they have done some pretty heavy-handed things, uh, including jailing oh, well, the... Oh, like American businesses. Yeah, uh, wait a minute. Listen, 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 listen to Miranda. Miranda? Yeah. Miranda? Hold on. Everybody, shut up. Miranda. Miranda. Was the uh, one that uh, hey, was... Hey, uh, uh, Phil. Miranda. Shut up, Phil. <laughs> All right. Miranda. Oh, I was going to point out that, you know, American businesses use heavy-handed tactics as well, but, you know. All the time. And then I went and the executives in jail as, as hostages. And, until well, maybe they we should. Yeah. Maybe we should put some of yeah. those, those, those people who are heads of corporations into jails because well, they've been getting these, away with murder. Huh? Innocent people that were just doing business, but now the state government in china has decided oh, they're on geez. an acquisition it, it, path 
Now, that's what's he, he, happening he in found, Australia. He found one story, and, and he's beating it over the head. Too. Yeah. Uh, all I know is that uh, they... Uh, uh, I, my experience with them is 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 quite the opposite. It is. So, I, I yes. Go ahead, Miranda. How the hell do Chinese officials and businesses end up throwing Australians in jails? They have no freaking jurisdiction. What the hell are you talking about? If the Australian businessman is in China at the time of the acquisition and they resist it, they have put China, uh, uh, Australian businessmen and held them in jail without charge. Uh, as a way of putting pressure on those if, companies who refuse to acquiesce to their demands. If what you say is true, then that's an international incident between Australia and China. <laughs> and they've got much And might I add to you that uh, uh, they are not doing that to Americans at all. They, uh, yes. And I don't know, you know, I don't know the validity of your story because I, you always read stuff, and then when we go and read it, it says something else completely. It was, it was Money Matters. It was on TV. And your God, uh, what's his first name? Uh, Reich. Uh, Reich. Reich. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he was. He was the commentator. So, and it doesn't set off your bullshit meter that that something else wasn't going on here. You what can't you just jail someone. Oh, you won't let us take over your company. You're going to jail, Mister. Come on, that's well, bullshit, they're, Phil. they're holding these executives uh, without trial, uh, saying that there's an espionage issue. Uh, and uh, this well, is, what if there this is? is well, what if there is an espionage issue? They're espionage. They won't buy the company. So, uh, and this is what Robert Reich uh, uh, was was talking about uh, that that I saw in that uh, documentary. Uh, and what's going to happen is it won't be long until they start doing it in the U.S. Although they probably only want you know what they want is natural resources. I think the, the biggest I think the biggest problem. I mean, I mean you're you're honing in on this thing you you read and and now this is the I whole saw. whole totality or saw uh, the whole totality of China. You're not honing in on you want to hone in on some of the the bad things. Uh, um, how about uh, who's the artist? Um, um, I way way I why 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 the jailing of him because he and his his uh, his um, he was a dissident based upon uh, bad working conditions for I think coal miners or something like that and people who had died and they they jailed him they put they put him under house arrest one of the greatest artists in the world i mean this guy is you know uh, i don't phenomenal. know huh he's phenomenal phenomenal and uh, hey, and these uh, things are going to be coming uh, to a country you, you near know, you no but i mean this is they're already in a country well you see here's the problem here's the problem with china and i don't know why they haven't brightened up but and and i got a little hint of it when i was in china um, is is why they persist in being dogmatically communist at this point? Why they can't loosen up a little bit? And and I got the answer from a woman who was my our our guide around China, and I said to her, uh, you know, oh, how do you feel about the fact you can't vote? I think that was the question I that started the discussion, and she said, well, I can vote if I want to become a communist. She said, you can vote if you're in the party because you're voting for the party, all right? And I said, why don't they change stuff? She says, here's the attitude we have. I'm doing okay. 
I'm working for a major company here. Uh, they're paying me a good wage to take people around and to be an aide uh, de camp to a lot of these people. And I make a very nice living. Don't bother with me. Go ahead. If you want to play government, go ahead and do it. So really what it is is the people just go, eh, that's the government. I mean, that's really the way they look at it. Uh, is, but as long as we can run our companies and we can make billions of dollars, let them play their little games over at the People's uh, 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 Congress and, and let them play all those little games. And well, it, 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 it sounds very familiar. It doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it sounds uh, very details, familiar. Right? You go do that right. so long as it doesn't screw me over. That sounds very American. That's just how people are. They don't want to get involved, and they they're ha- you know they don't want to rock the boat, and and uh, you know we're sitting here talking about politics gets our blood boiling, especially oh, when God. Phil's around. So um, you know most people don't want to bother with it. Yeah, you know Phil O'Connor. Hmm? You know how the, a con artist operates? They, they Through uh, people who say, oh, well, he's so nice. He'd never do it to me. He only did it to the other guy. Your turn's coming. That's the way no, it works. No, that's not the way the con artist. Well, you're talking, wait, 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 wait. Hold on exactly a second. About the Republican Party. That's not the way a con artist works. A con artist works by making people, playing upon people's greed. Okay. Right. All right. And that's exactly yeah. what's happening in China with your friend. And hey, it's what's happening. And it's what's happening here in the United States. Exactly. Yes. My, it happens everywhere. My friend, right what, now, what? What? We have a formidable uh, uh, competitor in in the world, and we owe them money. I mean, if they if you want, you listen. If you Phil, Phil, you know what I love about you is you're complaining about the fact the Chinese may have been imprisoning. Uh, some Australians because they they wanted to buy their companies and you're 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 all you're going crazy over that and yet I don't hear one word about the working conditions at Foxconn. What's Foxconn? Tell them, uh, uh, Miranda. It's where they assemble all of. Uh, well, Foxconn is one of the primary contributors. Um, they, they build the plants for Apple. You know, they build the oh. iPhones. They build uh, iPads. Some of them are built is that in China? Brazil, but. Yes, it's yeah. in China, and they have a. Uh, it's the entire industrial complex that allows our 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 in, you know all, all of our greed. It's greed. It's all built. It's all built over in in China. Yeah, and, and, and everybody uh, wants something. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! And their buildings have yeah. have nets around the first floor, so when people try to jump out of the buildings and kill themselves, they won't die. Okay, that's a now you want. Why aren't you talking about a human condition? Why are you talking about an economic condition? Huh? The nets are for the listeners at GabNet, not for the people in the plant. I gotta go be a productive member of the economy. I'll talk to you. Uh, you, guys later. you work. What's that like? Oh no, don't do that. Stay with us. <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta get back to work. She's gotta get back to work. Thank you very much, Miranda. Happy Works birthday, Bye, Miranda. Happy, uh, happy birthday. birthday, Miranda! And by the uh, by the way, her show the other night on the fifth, uh, one point five minute the trailer. Star Wars the Star that was a show for the ages, That was just nuts. Yeah, it was. It was just nuts because of what it was. It was like uh, uh, an hour and a half show about a one point five uh, minute uh, uh, trailer. But that's what geeks do. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm also a star. I'm kind of a Star Wars geek, and I'm also a Star Trek geek. 
I mean, we will obsess over these stupidest things. And when you take your, yeah. when you start looking at the, the forest for the trees, you realize, what the hell am I upset about? Why? Well, am what I, I love is, uh, this and, is just and, a dumb and TV Mark show. Mark will probably agree that. with me on this because you were in the middle of that as well. I even felt compelled oh, yeah. to call. Uh, no, uh, Alex, what? Do you remember when the first what? Star Wars what? movie came Wait, out? I was talking. I was talking to Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, Mark. Uh, 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 it, I think the most professorial on that show that night was Patrick, who did up what apparently was something like close to a 10-minute explanation of why there could be a black star stormtrooper. Now, that that's the way this conversation was going. Uh, at this point in my life, Alex, I just want to be entertained. I just want to sit my fat ass down with a big tub of popcorn and enjoy myself. Yeah, but that's and, getting harder to do, this, too. And if this does it, I'm yeah. happy. But how many movies do you go to these days? And you you just you you have high expectations, and you come out totally disappointed. Oh, episodes one, two, and three. Well, that 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 was then. But how about lately? Lately, there's been a like what? Uh, uh, Miranda will disagree with me on this, right? Okay, I'll give you the best a, a, a cat, example. Cat, cat, you still best there? Wait, hold on a second. You still there, cat? I'm still here. Okay, Miranda would disagree with me. I think Interstellar sucked. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And, and Alex, this is going to tie into something you were talking about, but when Spielberg did War of the Worlds, I actually went into that movie with high expectations. And then I realized all too soon you're getting the Spielberg that's on coast. And it was not good. I mean... The only thing that, the only thing that was good about it is he tried to be true to the H.G. Uh, Wells vision. No, he didn't. Well, I mean, the tripods and so on? No, no, the tripods, yeah. But the changes to try to make it more relevant. Oh, you've got the little girl screaming all the time. uh, They didn't have to change things for the sake of change, Alex. Plus, he did one thing. He broke one rule, and that's a setup very early on that I was expecting. And it just never paid off. I thought... um, What's his name? Susan Sarandon's uh, guy who was in the movie. Uh, Tim Robbins. Tim. Oh my God! What a what what a missed opportunity with his character. And yet, no, they went they went a different way, which was just why there was just too much. Why are you doing this this way? Do you think this you guys are a tough audience? What? <laughs> Do you think you guys? No, are no, my, no, no, no. The friends I I was with. Listen, I was with. Look, we're I, very I, forgiving. Oh, we were yelling. It was so bad. Mm. And I was with people. I didn't know that uh, my coworkers were aware of the 1950s George, George Powell. Powell version. Yeah. They were. And they were, compa- they were saying, why did they change all this, you know? And I said, I pointed out, well, there were certain things. The tripods, yeah. The horn-like noise they made, yeah. But everything else changed for the sake of change. You didn't have to do that. And it was like, then I realized Spielberg has two modes. This is where I think we're going to disagree a bit, Alex. Yeah. You get the movies like Schindler's, Amistad, Jaws, Raiders, and then you get the Spielberg who gives you Jurassic Park 2. Now, I read that sequel. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, 
chameleon dinosaurs. The only thing good in that film were the Chinese guys running down the street like they would in a Godzilla movie. Or <laughs> Japanese. Like totally, total the, change, yeah. It was like he took the title and, and made up his own oh, thing well, as, you, as get, he went along. You're getting ready for yeah. Jurassic World? Not really. Uh, yeah, I'm not... I mean, I, and I think Spielberg's doing that. Like, I mean, this this is based it, on an idea, Alex, I think where they're going with this, that they had for one of the sequels over 20 years ago when Michael Crichton was still alive. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now they're acting on this? Gee, thanks, boys. But like I said, you get a Spielberg who's really on yeah. the money, and he knows... Then you get this where he's just in cruise control. By the way, we've been joined by Albert Roberts here. Hi, Albert. Hello, everybody. Did, some, did something compel you to call? I, I saw Gabnet Live was was on. So oh, I, oh okay, good. Well, just sit here and join us anytime you want to. We're, we only got about five minutes left. But, you know, the thing is that you're right. There is a cruise control Spielberg. But I think that Spielberg, anytime he tries to do anything that has uh, heart in it, he's incapable of it. He, he I think, lives with the... With the motto that I heard from somebody once, if you can't be sincere, fake it. You, you know, know uh, I told you he has a place down here where I live. Yeah. And, you know, in the area. And yeah. um, I swear, if I ever see him, I'm going to ask for money back for three movies. Which <laughs> <laughs> ones? Which ones? Oh, God. Um, let's see. Um uh, the Last Raiders, oh, Jurassic God. Park 2, and War of the Worlds. And War of the Worlds, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I want my money back. Yeah, but then you he know, might say, I want this crap off on me. Wh- you know? What were you going to say, Cat? I said, get my money, too. Okay. Uh, well, with the, with the Last Raiders, I just want my memory wiped of that movie because it was such a horrible But you have to admit something. Raiders of the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Star Wars. Raiders of the Lost Ark was one of the most perfect movies ever made. Yes. I mean, there is not a I go looking for a missed note in that picture and you can't find it. It is just yeah. am, am I right, Mark? Would you agree with yeah, that? And, and I'll be honest, I actually like the third one. The Holy Grail one. Yeah. Oh, that and, was really good. Yeah. But, I, I thought, you know, especially the way it ended with them all riding into the sunset, it's like Perfect. That was awesome. Well, you know yeah. what? You know what? I, it, trilogy. It, what I was going to say is that uh, I uh, I said once that if I somebody came along and said to me, "How do you how do you make a good movie uh, in a film class?" I would say, "Watch Raiders of the Lost Ark." Oh, okay. You know yeah. everything you need to know about making a good movie is in that film somewhere. One one thing I'll say that one good thing that Crystal Skull did is it made Temple of Doom look a hell of a lot better. <laughs> right? I mean, it, it, when I saw Temple of Doom, I was Temple like, of yes, Doom. I want money yes. back for that movie. I want money back for that one. Well, Temple it's like Doom? the way that movie started. Anything goes. By the That's way, do you know what was created especially for Temple of Doom and has remained ever since? PG thirteen. PG thirteen. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because uh, it was it, it was so uh, it was so violent that they wanted to give it like an R, and they said, "But we can't exactly give it an R. It's not an R type picture." And I think somebody went and lobbied, and they started a new thing called PG thirteen. Yeah. Uh, you had PG. You had uh, you had uh, you had G PG. No, wait a minute. You had G. You had R, and you had 
X, actually. There was an um, X back in those days. R and X. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, and uh, we could someday have a discussion on how the movie ratings uh, ruin movies. Oh, but, man. you know. Starting with the Hayes office? Yeah. Oh, starting with the Hayes office. That was that was those were the days where if uh, you were on a bed with somebody else, you had to have one foot on the ground. Things like that. I mean, stupid little rules. But I, I love the fact that what is the Turner Classic? You know, Warner's Turner Classics are now releasing the libraries of all the pre Hayes stuff. Yeah, and there's some really racy stuff there, which oh. is just like wow. If there's a, there's kept a picture going in this direction. There's a picture with Barbara Stanwyck called Baby Doll. And it is about a woman who starts her way in the mail room and fucks her way to the top of the company and, and finally runs the company. And it's all about her having, it, literally having relationships with him. They don't say fucking, they don't show them in bed necessarily, but you get the idea of how she gets from one place to another. Oh, she starts out working in a, in a, in a cafe out in the middle of, excuse me, cat, West Texas. Uh, and uh, it works her way up. So, Albert, quickly, because we don't have much time, what, uh, what, do, you, what do you do? I, I told you last time I was the yeah. uh, I'm the guy that works for the uh, communications company that rhymes with Schmerizen. Uh, uh, rhymes, <laughs> rhymes with Schmerizen, yeah. 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 yeah well, I, I got my new modem in here for we're running at high speeds. You want to hear, I got to tell you, you're going to love this. You, you call up uh, technical support at Time Warner, and it's always an adventure. Because the other day I got a woman who knew exactly how to fix the problem. And she just told me, "Go here, I'll fix it for you. And she went into the modem's uh, 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 specifications and stuff and clicked something off. And all of a sudden, the machine didn't reboot itself at will. All right? Uh, she solved the problem. So I call this guy, and I'm going... For some reason, uh, I can't keep my signal on my website. Uh, the audio keep going. Um, and uh, the guy went, well, I don't know. I said, could it be the new modem? Could there be something wrong with it? And he said, well, I doubt it. It's new, and they usually, you know, they're pretty pretty solid. And you are getting everything else, right, like Netflix and so on. I say, yeah, well, those work fine. Just my audio doesn't work right from this site which I eventually told him was my site. And uh, he said, well, you know what it is? Now hold on to your seat. He said, it's probably that the new speed, the 300 megabytes per second, is so fast that that website can't keep up. (laughs) (laughs) So the website is moving. Have you ever heard an explanation like that in your life? I can just see my little, my little... Uh, audio here just running as fast as it can but it can't yeah. keep up so it gets well, tired and poops out wow faster than the, 300 literally gig. faster than the speed of sound right <laughs> can we merge with this memory bit <laughs> yes exactly exactly i think i figured out what it is though i i, I if i don't try to run anything else for audio from that site it, it somehow it's conflicting with it or something because none of you have trouble listening to the to the network, right? You know, it doesn't poop out on you. So as as, if it poops out of me, fuck it. I don't care. I, I've got my 322 megabytes per second download and my 20 megabytes upload. No, I know. I tested it. I yeah. tested it. What, what, what's, what's Verizon doing these days uh, when, when it comes to speed? 
uh, we, we get up to 300 you get you get faster than that on the on the fios system anyway. yeah are they giving everybody at fios 300 now uh, you you have to pay for that. Oh, you have to pay for it. See, you don't have to pay for it at time one. Yeah, they just... uh, the standard standard connection for them is uh, twenty five by twenty five. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I because I said the other day I said uh, I said yesterday to this guy I said can I get another get back my old modem? All right, because I didn't have problems with that, and he said, well, you could, but it's not going to work soon because we're moving everybody up to the three hundred up to the higher speeds and stuff. So. Uh, just, with Comcast, mm-hmm. the fastest modem that they have is called the Doxus 3. Mm-hmm. Is that the same kind of, uh, it's a Motorola modem, is that the same kind of thing well, that you use? Well, this using? is Aris, but they also make Motorola, I think. I think they own Motorola now. Uh, here's a little thing, uh, guys. I understand, and if you're using Apple mm-hmm. with Motorola modems, yeah. there might be some in- incompatibility. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I I I heard this the other day, and it's like, oh, this is something I'm keeping in the back of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. I'm using a Motorola Doxus three with an Apple i uh, book uh, at home, and there's no there's no issues. Okay, that's fine. But they make a lot of other modems, so yeah. Uh, because my cable guy told me that this Doxus three was the fastest thing that more uh, that the um, uh, Comcast has. Well, what I was told about this new uh, modem that I have is that the um, uh, the um, and and it seems to make sense. They say this this one now, if they want to go up to five hundred, they can with this modem. In other words, the new modems are capable of going up and going higher each time. I've each time they've gone higher in the past, they've had to give you a new modem. But now they say this one, you know, if they decide to make me go 600, they could do it. So, anyway. Oh, hey, l- l- listen, uh, you know something? We've gone over here. We, this is, you know, if I had to say to somebody, what's a great example of the citizens panel it would be today? Because uh, everybody contributed something, and... Uh, every it, it's amazing where we started off and where we wound up, you know. And it's like just a bunch of people in a living room having a conversation, and it does go everywhere, you know. And I love, I just love the concept of the citizens it, panel. It, it goes everywhere, whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Thanks yeah. to you, mm-hmm. Phil Meyer. Always a pleasure having you around. That's a lie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Mark, thank you. Somebody to beat up. Always a pleasure having you around. I mean, I, when I see your face on the screen, I go, I've got somebody there who's, a, who's good that I can go to and get something good out Depending of. Depending on how late I get done with work tonight, I might, I might, I might even be on later on, Alex. Please, I, I, be, I beg of you. Uh, and it's always good to hear from you, Albert. This is, I think, the second time for you. And, second uh, time uh, for me, sh- Huh? Second time for me. Second time for you. And you probably should uh, give us a, a call earlier so you can I, really join in to, on the conversation. I need to know when you come on. We, I go on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time. Okay. Okay. Then or I'll, or I'll 10 o'clock. I'll make a point to stop by then. 10 o'clock tonight with the Ramble uh, Eastern time. Uh, thanks also to uh, Dan Meyer. And, of course, he has several names now. He's fr- that fracking cat. He now calls himself The Cat. Uh, I call him Mr. Cat. 
And and uh, Jim calls him Kitty Bob, which I actually like the best, to be honest with you. Uh, thank you, Cat. Appreciate it. I'll probably call tomorrow. Oh, please do. And uh, right. I'll see you, I'll see you guys uh, later on the upside or down low Have or a good something. Day. No, down low is something horrible. Okay, bye. Uh, I'm Alex Bennett. That's it for today. That uh, that winds up uh, daytime. Went over a little. So what? That's the way we can do things around here, if we so desire. Uh, 10 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time. I'll see you with the ramble. Uh, 9.30 is uh, Jim Browning. And at midnight tonight, it's uh, 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 Miranda Janelle with Getting Geeky with Miranda Janelle. And if it's anything like the other night, it will be another classic broadcast. Anyway, I'm Alex Bennett. And as always, if you see her, tell her I love her, okay? Okay.